Hey, it's time for another podcast. Uh, Richie and I both sat down, so we're in the... Uh, well, let's be honest, we're in the final knockings of this uh, breakfast show that we're covering today, and we've had to take it... We've done, we've done a reverse Westlife. We've had to sit down for the yes. key change, because we're both quite tired. I'm just looking around for... Co- I mean, our producer, Adem, is just yawning as we talk. I'm just looking around for some confirmation here, actually. So, this, even though... For a live radio show, we're currently on 6 till 10 and we're looking after Dave's breakfast show. Yeah. The lot that are still hearing this, they're our home time mob, aren't they? Yes, this goes to our home time subscribers. Great. Okay. The, the, you know, our core proper yeah. fans, you so guys, the good they people. They are getting maybe a loose benefit of getting the podcast slightly earlier in their day. Definitely. Okay, that's cool. Well, you know. well look. Yes, yesterday we we understand uh, that we we tried a new filter on the podcast, which made it sound like it was underwater, and we thought that might sound quite cool. But a lot of people complained, and we had to redo it. <laughs> so hopefully, this one sounds all right. If it doesn't sound all right, do get in touch. Let us know. What is today's filter? What did we decide in the end? Was it the the space one that sounded like you were just landing on the moon, like Neil Armstrong? Yeah, a kind of infinity loop with echoes and stuff okay, like that cool. as well. We're going to try a different sound effect each day. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Happy Tuesday. It's no ordinary Tuesday in the States. It's Super Tuesday. There's a title for a day. Super Tuesday. Super Tuesday. Emma, would you be able to give us a very, for, for two not so intelligent people in here, uh, a very brief idea of what Super Tuesday is? Yeah, so it's pretty much when we'll find out who is going to be the Democratic presidential nominee. So the person that's going to take on Donald Trump in. Right the US presidential election in November so 14 states are voting so it's the day when you get the biggest idea of who's going it, to it basically it, the winner they won't get enough to declare the winner today yeah. but it's basically it's going to indicate who's going to win in the end okay and this and it sounds big even if we're away from the politics super tuesday sounds brilliant doesn't you it? put super in front of anything it's going to make it sound big isn't it genuinely and the irony is they've put super in front of the worst day of the working week um, i hate mm. tuesday it's a terrible day i agree uh, but well it's you you're always on it tuesday you are it's what is a very your very with easy over monday that yeah. just feels like a weird one to he's got no. a problem with it glenn i don't know what it is yeah. very very easy rundown on this monday <laughs> You're fresh from the weekend. You have a memory of the weekend. You can talk about the weekend to your mates at work. Wednesday, you're halfway through the week. You're downhill to the weekend. Thursday, it's nearly the weekend. Friday is Friday. It's the weekend tomorrow. Tuesday, awful day. Well, what about what about uh, last week? If you whack a shrove at the beginning, does that does that change things? <laughs> That's really? the only Tuesday that's okay. That is a good Tuesday. But this is the thing, right? You'll notice that uh, out of the days of the week, the day that has an appendage in the front most often is Tuesday because it needs that little bit of a lift. Mm. Right, so okay. they put a super or a shrove in front of it. I think something's happened to you on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> something's happened. I think that is how Shrove Tuesday came about as well. They were just like, Tuesdays are rubbish. Let's let everyone eat pancakes. <laughs> exactly. So, what is, what is going on in your Tuesday? Are you having a Super Tuesday today? The irony for me is when I get home, I've got a VAT return to prepare. Oh, that's awful, isn't it? That's not a Super Tuesday. Uh, weirdly, uh, from knock-on effects, I don't know if you follow me on Twitter last night, I got myself a new kettle yes. and a toaster as well. Exciting which means times. I've got to take the old kettle and toaster and some of the cardboard boxes from the new one to the tip. So you've got a tip trip today. That is a Super Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a massive tip fan, but... <laughs> In inverted commas, Super Tuesday. <laughs> Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
But are you having a super Tuesday? Do you have a good Tuesday, a super one planned? Andrew tweets to say, he's just started, well, he's already on the Xbox with his two-year-old on a, a cyber farm. <laughs> what, playing like a farming sim at 20 past six in the morning? Yeah, to him, that's a super Tuesday. Uh, Max in Dartford says, I share your hate for Tuesdays. It's just a double Monday. What's the point of it? You're not even that close to the weekend. I think it's really unfair. I think Do- what's what's being said about Tuesday this morning is unfair. Look, Glenn's annoyed as well, aren't you? Uh, no, I, I can kind of see where you're coming from. In terms of it being a double Monday, yes. In the same way, like, the worst race is 200 metres because it's the 100 metres twice. <laughs> you're going to go at the same 100 metre speed. That's a good point. It's neither here nor there, is it? No, yeah, exactly. Not. Tuesday's nothing. You asked Steve Cram, I think he said it in his autobiography, 200 metres, neither here nor there. In fact, I think that's what the autobiography <laughs> was called. <laughs> so, Glenn and Emma, Super Tuesday today. What have you got going on a little bit later uh, on? It's my bin day today, so I've got to do the take the recycling out. Congratulations, fantastic. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> and Glenn, sometimes when I'm walking down Carnaby Street, you run past me in the other direction. I don't know whether you're fleeing or training. It's because, <laughs> so I've got a, a personal trainer who's very nice, but I hate being with him because of the fact that we're doing personal training and uh, it, the, the options he gave me was I could either see him at like half ten on like a Tuesday or I could see him at like half twelve if I see him at half twelve I'm just going to hang around in town for like two hours yeah. so I try I, I physically I've never ever managed to get there on time at half ten every journey is a nightmare like I, I have to I have to get off the tube early to get an Uber each time and every time there's a traffic light it's like I'm going I'm to die I'm not going to make it I'm not going to make it I hate this so much so you've got your personal trainer guy a bit later Yes, yeah, so I arrive emotionally exhausted each time. And then after, and then he just he, he just injures me for an hour. Oh, it sounds awful, doesn't That's it? That's horrible. I'd pay him not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? Everybody is having a super Tuesday. They really Share are. yours. Chris says, taking my lad to his first ever Liverpool game tonight. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so hoping for a super Tuesday after the Watford humiliation at the weekend. Good luck. I hope you have a good evening this <laughs> evening. That's for sure. Uh, we've got Scott on the line. Scott. Are you having a Super Tuesday? Yeah, well, it was a Super Monday yesterday as I started my new job and then it's Super Tuesday today as it's my birthday and we have Costco birthday cakes. so you don't get any better. <laughs> First of all, happy birthday. They're going to give you the bumps at work? More than likely. More than likely. And what? tell us about this Costco cake. It sounds great. Yeah, so, um, so on Sunday, um, I was taken out by my girlfriend and her family to go for dinner. And before then, Mrs. Wright right old take a wee side trip into Glasgow and go for go to Costco and get some birthday cake. So taking half into the guys at work and half is for later on for the rest of the family. Costco wow. cakes are one of the biggest treats you can get. They are beautiful. Literally. <laughs> and they're ma- are they massive as well? That they specialise in big stuff because it's a, ca- a cash and carry? Is it a big cake? Yeah, yeah, they're huge. They are huge. Wow, so how's this week going to pan out? Monday's been brilliant. Tuesday's been amazing. What's going to happen on Wednesday? I hope it's not a shambles, that's all I can hope. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, it's the very definition of Super Tuesday. Have a great day. Thanks for getting in touch, fella. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. We're loving your Super Tuesday texts. Keep them coming in. Ken says, I've just finished a 12-hour night shift and now I'm off for four nights. 
Does that define a Super Tuesday if you're going to be asleep for most of it? I see he's going to he's going to miss it, isn't he? I'd say he is. I, I think he's trying to claim it, but Ken, I don't think you're having one. You're asleep for it. Uh, Steve Castle says tonight I'm going to win the Euro Millions. So in answer to your question, yes, it is going to be a Super Tuesday. Check back in with him on that one. See if it actually <laughs> Carrie Ann says up nice and early for the breakfast show on Absolute Radio. No better way to start the day. Oh well, that is lovely. That is kind. nice, isn't it? Thank you for that. Now look, we're just looking after the breakfast show for this week. Dave and Matt back next week with the rest of the team who are still here with us. Uh, we'll be back on our home time show next week uh, and I think I've found a great way of us uh, getting a little bit of publicity for the home time show when we're back on. Because let's be honest, there's not a lot of marketing floating around, is there? No, zero. Um, have you heard of the Bloodhound World Land Speed Record attempt? No. OK, it's something that um, a team is trying to do right now uh, in a South African desert. Uh, they've uh, made this, this car, it's called the Bloodhound, right. and the plan is to go beyond 800 miles an hour in it, which would smash the existing world record of 763 miles per hour. Well, I mean... Great in science and everything, but I don't, don't understand why they why they bother doing that. What what good is it going to have for us in in terms of the world going eight hundred miles an hour? Because we ain't going to get you know, it's a blood down. You're not going to get like a uh, you know National Express bus doing eight hundred miles an hour, are you? <laughs> no, you waste time. <laughs> it's the equivalent of science wise. That's the equivalent of like the Paris catwalk thing. Because <laughs> we ain't ever going to wear any of that stuff. So why are they right. doing it? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I I hear what you're saying. Formula One cars, yeah. stop-start technology that we now have in our bog-standard cars. What do you mean Tra- stop-start? The ability to stop and start? No, at the traffic lights right now. <laughs> if you buy a new car, get to the traffic lights, engine turns off. Traffic light turns green, on you go. Better the better for the environment. See, I've got that in my car and I turn it off because I don't like that. It panics me. I always think I've stalled. <laughs> you, you are the opposite of Greta Thunberg. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am the opposite of Greta. But that all came from Formula One cars. So Did that's it? why you do high-performance cars. Why do they need to stop? To get development, to, to, to save the environment. So, which is why you have the Paris catwalk. It's so they have an extreme version, so they then <laughs> scale it down to like, oh, that will eventually become jeans. Glenn is right. That's exactly what happens. I'm thinking that you're not going to support my idea of us funding this bloodhound thing because they're running out of money. Well, how, how much do we need to be able to be quiz in for this? Uh, well, they say there's a 14 to 1 return on any investment. OK, all right, Del Boy, that sounds fairly good. Um, <laughs> they're, they're just short of 8 million at the moment. Hold on a sec, can we got that kind of money flowing around? <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Hello and uh, good morning if you're listening with your pets. Uh, my sister-in-law Hannah and her boyfriend Andy have got a puppy. A very cute little dog called Jack. He's a rescue dog from Italy. Uh, and, you know, there's this kind of thing now where you can get, like, rescue dogs from other countries and they turn up with, like, passport and ID and everything. It's amazing. Mm. Uh, he's a ridge... I don't know I'm, I don't know dog breeds very well. Ridgeback Cross. Anyone ever heard of them? Yeah, Ridgebacks are they're big, aren't they? Yeah. Ridgebacks are huge. He's only a puppy, but he's quite big. I think he's going to be quite a, quite a tall dog down the line, so they're going to have to watch out for that one. But he is a little character. Here's the interesting thing, and this is why I'm slightly obsessed with him. Uh, he's got his own Instagram, Instagram account. Has he? Jack the Rid- Ridgeback Cross. Wow. Give him a follow. And if you have a look on his Instagram account, uh, this is just him doing stuff. It's a bit like OnlyFans. Uh, it's him on the beach or <laughs> him looking out the window or something like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, but I, there's a thing. This must be a modern thing, right? So it's a long time since I've owned a dog. It was when we were kids and when we had a dog last time. 
pets now seem to come with their own social media. Do you know what I mean? Pets <laughs> yeah. with social media. See, back in the day, when you had a pet, your pet was probably sending chain letters. Well, yeah, exactly. Ben, you know, the <laughs> 80s golden <laughs> yeah. retriever, Ben, he would have written to people and told <laughs> yeah. them what they're up to on that really thin airmail yeah. paper you used to get. <laughs> but is this like a... Do you think this is like a common thing now? If people have got dogs, they've got... Well, it's what people want to see, isn't it? Like, the, the tweets that always go really big on Twitter are all the, like, cute dog videos. Do you know what, right? My other half, Katie, said to me the other night, the weird thing is, when people have got social media accounts for their pets, right, whether it's Twitter or Instagram, normally Instagram, they get more followers than the actual owner themselves. Yeah. How depressing. Well, J- Jack the Ridgeback Cross, his Instagram account is firing up it's there. It's feel-good content. It's what the people want. And so, it's cheaper than, like, you know, if you sponsored an animal and then, like, every year you just get hand-delivered a picture <laughs> a of a whale or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. This that, is, like, free content online all the time of whatever day. animal you want to see. Yeah, you get... You, if you were to follow Jack the Ridgeback Cross in Whitley Bay, you, you would get, um, I don't know, just non-stop access to stuff like him pulling a little teddy bear around in Perfect. their lounge and stuff like that. But you if you do it as an adult, it's creepy. I know, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Just imagine if Jack the Ridgeback Cross actually had a voice, though, and he was actually able to use those paws yeah. and hammer out what he's really thinking. Listen, guys. <laughs> Listen, guys. Stop my Instagram account. You're taking my words in vain. Well, I, I, I just want to just have a little, like, test the water on this. Find out how widespread it is, OK? So, first question is... Does your pet have an Instagram or social media account? And then secondly, can we try and find on this Tuesday morning the most unusual pet that's got a social media presence? So it might not be a dog, it might be like a budgie or a parrot or something. Do you know what I mean? Wouldn't that be great? Yes. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Talking about pets and social media, my sister-in-law Hannah's dog has got his own Instagram account, uh, Jack the Ridgeback Cross. Give him a follow. It's some fascinating content. Him on beaches and, like, pulling teddy bears around the lounge. Do we know what he's crossed with? It's the Rhodesian Ridgeback is the original dog. Mischievous, strong-willed, intelligent, dignified, loyal and sensitive. Sounds like my Instagram biog. (laughs) (laughs) What What sort of followers are we talking here? Is it, is it got, a like, look. a decent amount? Let's have a look. Let's have a look what, uh, what Jack's got going on there. I've got... So, a friend of mine, his, uh, his sister has a, an Instagram account for her taxidermied fox and has 8,000 followers on Instagram. What is um, going on, He man? can't get up to much these days, surely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. Let's check yeah, it. Yeah, he's very passive photo-wise, yeah. But you'd never be able to tell. It, it looks perfectly living. Well, look, he's only been on... Jack has only been on Instagram for, like, a few days. He's got 132 followers. That's, That's not, not bad, bad. going. That's really That's not, not bad. bad at they all. They are like prime subscribers. So look, if your pet is on social media, we want to hear about it. Jack the Ridgeback Cross, <laughs> give him a follow on Instagram. Although weirdly, someone who's listening to this show has now put on his Instagram, Uncle Bush is talking about you on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Sounds wrong. Come on, let's not cross streams. That's a bit weird. Has your dog or cat or pet or whatever got social media? Renata says, we have a Cavadoogle. He's our fluffy boy on Instagram. He's a Cavapoo King Charles and Toy Poodle Cross. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? What's Even going on? That. Don't even know what that is. Renata, take a look at yourself. Tana, uh, tell us about your social media pet. Uh, Fanny, the pussy cat. Um, but she's a train station cat at Gypsy Hill, so she walks up and down the platform in the mornings and in the evenings to get attention and quite often sits on the oyster card machine so that people have to beep in and then give her a pet. Wow, so, like, you know you get local character pets. I remember in Crouch End there's a cat that sits on top of, like, one of those BT boxes. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. me and my uh, eldest daughter always used to know, look out for it. Now, you could take that one step further. You don't know whether these 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 animals might have thousands of followers. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, this one does. Apparently she does have followers in Japan. 
Wow. She probably hasn't got a problem with it. If she's actually sat on purpose on an Oyster card machine waiting to be petted, if she knew she had her own Twitter feed, she'd probably love it. Yes, absolutely. She She knows what she's doing. She does know what she's doing. It's incorrigible. (laughs) What's her name again? Her name is Fanny the Pussycat. Okay, I'm going to be careful how I type that into Instagram, but I'll give her a follow. <laughs> you know, when Glenn asked me earlier on, how many followers has uh, my sister-in-law's dog, Jack the Ridgeback Cross, got? And I said 130-odd. Mm. Has it bumped up? It's just jumped up to 226. Wow, Jack wow. will be over the moon. He'll be Give him a follow on Instagram, Jack the Ridgeback Cross. We're talking about pets and social media. Uh, has your pet got a social media presence? This one here says, yes, I created one for my dog this week because people kept asking me if it had Instagram, tied the border collie. They're not bothered about me. And this seems to be part of it. Uh, Bush and Richie, my wife and I have a rabbit. He's on Instagram. Hashtag Rufus the Red Rabbit. Right. Again, Eric, just double check. <laughs> have a little look. Bit of caution. Kaylee's hanging on. Kaylee, what have you got? Um, so we've got three miniature Shetland ponies um, and they're notoriously known for being they're actually called Shetlands because they're, they're normally quite naughty. Um, <laughs> right. So... Like you say, naughty. Sorry, what 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 naughty stuff can a Shetland pony do? They won't go to bed. Yeah, they stay um, up late. Well, they're they're only a bit bigger than like a Labrador. To be fair, they're not massive, but they weigh about a hundred kilograms. So if they decide that they're going to go somewhere, they just go. So whether that's through the fence, out the field, they've broken out of our garden gate before. And do they sit on the floor? You know, like a toddler might not want to go for a, like do any more walking, and we'll just sit on the floor. Do they do that? Yes, I've. I've been sat on the floor, you know, relacing my boots, and one of them's come and sat on me. Um, wow. Slight fear of that I'm going to be stuck in the field because nobody knew I was there. What a way to go! Um, so if we went on their, um, if if we went on their Instagram, we would see like a, a Shetland tantrum. That's the kind of thing we'd see, is it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's one on there from a couple of weeks ago of one of them literally just throwing his head around and running around in a circle um, because he wanted to go out into the bigger field rather than staying where he was. Well, do you know what? I've got a 50-minute train journey after this show. <laughs> I'm on it. Tell us the name one more time so everyone can find it on Instagram. Uh, it's The Shet Lambs. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So all this week we're giving away tickets to the Teenage Cancer Trust gigs at the Royal Albert Hall. They're going to be amazing. Uh, today we're giving you a chance to win a pair of tickets to go and see The Mighty, The Who, on Saturday the 28th of March. All you need to do uh, is to take part in our little game we call Who Claims Wins. Online one, hoping to win tickets. We've got Russ. Where are you calling from, Russ? Oh, I'm calling from Watford. All right, and you having a super Tuesday so far? Well, until I go into work, yeah. <laughs> OK, and what do you do for a job? I work for the National Lottery. Oh, give us a steer, just a couple of the numbers. <laughs> uh, stay there, mate, and you're going to be playing against uh, this fellow online too, who's called John. You all right, John? Good morning, how are we? Very, very good. You're very calm, John. Uh, thank you. <laughs> he gets, he gets calmer by the second. He really does. He's so laid back. <laughs> right, guys, rules. Here we go. We're going to give you a random topic that has many possible answers. Russ, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. John, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Russ. Whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if they manage it, they win the tickets. If they don't, they lose the tickets. It's just how it goes. It's fiendish. Uh, So now we know the rules. Let's play. It's who claims wins. Okay, then, Russ, here's your question. 
Uh, how many Best Picture winners from the Oscars do you think you can name? And we're looking after, uh, looking for any film that was won between 1990 and 2020. So how many of those could you name in 30 seconds? Uh, six. All right, OK, six for us. John, do you think you can name more or do you want to challenge Russ to back up his claim? John. Um, I will... Challenge Russ. Challenge Russ. Russ, you've got 30 seconds to name those six pictures. Your time starts now. Um, Titanic, Avatar, Slumdog Millionaire, Life of Pi, um, Saving Private Ryan, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I've run out. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, the Godfather, The Graduate, I'm way, way later. Um, uh, um, um, um. Time is up. Time's up. <laughs> You've named some films there, but did they win the best picture? And the, how many did you do? This is always my favourite bit of the competition. There's like three-way <laughs> eye contact going on between Richie, producer Adam, and producer Nick. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Dumb and Dumber are a little bit quicker with their uh, counting than yesterday. <laughs> uh, we have a verdict. Russ, you got two, I'm afraid, uh, uh, which was Titanic and Slumdog Millionaire, <laughs> uh, which does mean, John, congratulations, you're off to see The Who. Yeah. I'm off to see the horrible who. Come on! Wow, he's suddenly got animated very quickly, isn't he? <laughs> Not so calm now. Not so calm now. <laughs> Lovely. Thanks, Good. fellas. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Do you I look... Con- bit distant there. I'm fine, I'm fine. I've just remembered something and it's agitated me. Do you remember yesterday we received an email from someone uh, letting us know that it was British Pie Week mm-hmm. uh, oh, and yeah. that we were going to be sent into the studio this morning yep. uh, a pie that was a cheeseburger pie. Yeah, mm. we, we were kind of discussing in what format that would come. We were, and we were all very excited about it. 7.56, no pie. <laughs> Is a, that is what we should be tracking this morning, isn't it? It, it, it's, For me, personally, don't dangle the carrot of food and then the food never turn up. I'd rather not know. No, we're not even halfway through the show, to be fair. Yeah. We've got two more hours. But I, I do feel you... Like, the, the nerves are starting to sort of yeah, kick in a bit. Are, yeah, He's, he's nervous. He, I felt I, uh, earlier on, a couple of songs back, I thought Richie was in trouble with, say, the triads or something. He was looking out the window a lot, <laughs> checking his emails. So keep, watch this space. Let's hope the pies turn up. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, John tweets to say, Sorry if I lost it a bit after winning tickets to The Who earlier on. I'm a massive fan. It's been a really rough time recently, and this is something amazing that's given me a real lift. Thanks, fellas. I don't think John's got anything to apologise about. You were no. delighted. We're happy, John. That's we're, good. We're chuffed for you, and you can win again uh, to go and see some amazing stuff at the Teenage Cancer Trust gigs at the Royal Albert Hall tomorrow. Uh, so, yes, Bush and I are looking after things uh, for the second week of Dave's holidays. Back next week. Uh, so, obviously, things are a little bit different. We're off home time, getting the chance to do different bits and bobs at different times of the day which is fun yeah. uh, which timed in nicely with something that our producer Adem uh, sent to us on our little show WhatsApp group yesterday uh, which we're labelling a game changer it's a game changer it is a game changer he sent a little message I can't say too much about it as will become apparent it said lads I've discovered if you want to get free nuggets at and he named you know a place then use this code 
and gave us a code at the self-service machine. It works every time. So you go to that machine where, like, you don't speak to the staff anymore now, you type it out. All these different uh, fast food places have that, so it could be any could of them. It literally bush, could be any of them. Couldn't it, yes. But you put in this code, and then suddenly, bang, free nuggets. It's like a staff uh, hack. He claims works every time, so I might have to try this myself later on. The reason that I'm cautious about it is that it's taken me back, like, decades uh-huh. to being at university when this was like mid-90s and around the campus we discovered this hack that if you were using the payphone booths, that's how long ago it was, <laughs> if you typed in a three-digit code and then a hashtag <laughs> at the end of the phone call, yeah. all the money that you'd used to phone home wow. then dropped back out because it was a hack that the, the, uh, the, the phone engineers had to test out the phone boxes. But we all shared it too much. Yeah. They found out the game-changing hack stopped. Hello, Eastbourne, 454. Put me through now. <laughs> well, maybe we should change, uh, share some game changes because isn't it brilliant finding out something that you didn't previously know that is genuinely a game changer and everything's different from that point on? It's a wonderful blessing. Well, uh, for me, uh, our lovely Sarah Champion, our colleague here at Absolute Radio, introduced me about two or three weeks ago to a game changer about, you know, the, the strudel de waffle? Stripwaffle. Stripwaffle. Yes. Um, how do you say that? Stripwaffle. Stripwaffle. You're all saying different things. Stripwaffle. All right, can we go in order? Three, two, two one. Stripwaffle. Okay, that seems fine. It's like a lingua phone. <laughs> mm. uh, apparently, they're a circle because you put them on top of the coffee cup and they're yeah. the exact Yeah, when it heats it, it up and then it makes it. Yeah. 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 So you all knew that? Yes. yes. Yeah, were you having them, what, neat? So I was. I'm not sure Raw. that's a game changer. I had one on the bus. I think it's just a little bit of naivety. <laughs> yeah, that's night. like finding out you're supposed to put a tea bag in some liquid. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, just powdery, horrible. Fine lines, fine lines. He'll spark you out. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, if you've got a game changer, maybe that is a terrible example. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. I was just uh, uh, reminiscing about the university one of putting in the little code and the pay phones to get your money back. Wouldn't that be great if that worked on your mobile? If you actually, you, you could do, do yeah. a call and then it would be erased from your call plan because you're still able to sort of put it in as a little 2176, little hashtag 2176, <laughs> really, really quickly. Uh, Emma, Glenn, any game changers uh, from you guys? Yeah, I don't know what it is about Absolute Radio producers peddling fast food codes, but our breakfast producer, Will, also uh, shared a, a fast food hack with us recently. Did he now? Whereby you can get any meal from this restaurant for one ninety nine. Okay, and in code, what do you do? What's what's the hack? So you have to again, it's the self service machines, and you, I think you put your normal order in, but then you have to follow it by a, a voucher code, and it comes out at the same. Price. Should I, I be saying it. this on? I love it. On I really air? want to get it. We haven't. You haven't given out a code. So you haven't given out uh, the code yeah. or, or, or the where restaurant it is. name. No, that's exactly, true. Yes. Have, have you tried it? Have you given it? Yes. A go? And did and it, it work? It works. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I just want to get a song. It's a real on. game changer. Right. That. That's going definitely trying that a little bit later on. Glenn. This is, this is, I, so I, I was surprised to find that none of my friends seem to know this is a thing. It's mainly on the tube, but it also works on pretty much any train. That the either end of the train is the empty bit. No one ever sits on. No one ever sits at the ends. Like in the in the end carriages, yeah. the middle bit was populated, and loads of my friends just had no idea. If you go on like the London <laughs> Underground, don't ever go in the middle bit because that's where everyone is. If you go on the end carriages, they're almost so completely empty. But then this... you take a gamble with where you're getting off. You might have to walk the whole length of the platform. But I would go out. right. I'd happily walk an extra minute to have a seat. 
Okay, Fair so, the, so Glenn, the the shady kind of secret you're uh, uh, opening and um, it's, it's almost like it's almost like a like a secret bar. It's, it's the end of the train. <laughs> yeah, the end of the train. No one seems to know about this. That's and now I'm gonna I'm gonna get on the tube later, and it's gonna be densely populated, and I'm gonna rue the fact that I've given out this secret <laughs> to the world. <laughs> I'd say Glenn's is a little bit more bona fide than uh, iffy voucher codes. Where, where's this stand on the strudel of yeah. full thing anyway? <laughs> Still can't say it. Andy Bile says, Morning, guys. Did you know that the leaf at the top of the Apple logo is the bite from the apple itself? No, it's not. It's just the leaf. Game changers. It's not, it's not a game changer, mate. It is. Game game changers. Have a look. <laughs> it is it. I'm looking at it right now. The, le- the leaf is bigger than the bite, and it's just the leaf. It's the same shape, though, isn't it? And it doesn't give me no, anything. No, it's not. It's the leaf. It's the leaf. Yeah. Same shape. Game. What's his name? Andy Biles. Game changers. It's not a game changer. No. It is. Come on, guys. What is it? My waffle one, you're not having it. Now this. Right? Let me have a go. But how, is, how does that change the game, knowing that about Apple? If you're stuck for conversation. And even if it were true. Exactly. And it's not. It just so isn't. Look at it. It's not a game changer. I'm going to take my ball with me. Right, I'm, I'm going go to go on Microsoft Paint. I'm, I'm going to f- do a cheap version of Photoshop. I'm going to try and see if it fits, and I do bet it, it doesn't. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. Do it. Rich is hanging on. Tell us your game changers. So it's one of the pool tables where you put the 50p uh, upright. And if you really slowly used to push it in, the balls would drop one by one. And if you've got it just right, you get all the balls to come out, and then the 50p would still be there, so you'd close three. Wow, so this would would have taken uh, days and weeks of perfecting this particular yeah, yeah, movement. Yeah, small sort of inner circle of people that knew about it, and then it obviously spread. <laughs> and um, which um, which pub is this? Is it is it your local? Uh, it's not there. It's not there anymore. It used to be called the Crown and Anchor. So and, what they uh, took the t- they took the pool table away as a punishment, or the pub's not there anymore? No, no, the pub's the pub's gone. Oh. Do you do you yeah, wonder that in any way that the pub not being there anymore is linked to the fact that they were only making fifty <laughs> feet at most? <laughs> Uh, I feel partly responsible, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, Rich. Thanks very much. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Can I just say that's incredibly, uh, not only unprofessional, but unfair of Glenn to use the news bulletin to try and, try and pour water and scorn. Yeah, it was misuse of the platform. It was misuse. It Abuse was the, the news. Ofcom's going to stick sport, their nose in. It was not the news, so I think that's fine. Are you saying that sport can't be news, Emma? Is that what you're saying over there? Well, I'm saying they have their own separate jingles on this station. <laughs> it's got a jingle. It's different. Uh, yes, look, our game-changing feature has caused more arguments than it's actually wowed people. The argument over the Apple logo... The mispronunciation of uh, Dutch waffle biscuits. <laughs> but I do have great hopes for the man we're about to speak to uh, for this next game changer. Craig, tell us what you've got. Uh, basically, the next time you're at home and you're cooking garlic clams in the oven, uh, halfway through the cooking time, if you place a slice of bread under each one, hey presto, free garlic bread. Boom! <laughs> Craig! I think wow. you know, you've changed Richie's life right there. Craig, I have to share with you, I love a chicken Kiev. Oh, chicken Kiev. Brings me out of any mood I'm in whatsoever. So the idea... So what? So just explain one more time, for those who might have come to this halfway through, halfway through the cooking process, that's when you put the bread in, yes? Yeah, because if you put it in too early, the, the bread will all burn because it'll be in the oven too long. So halfway through, place the bread under the Kiev, you've got free garlic bread. Wow, and did you did you invent this? Are you the inventor or did someone else tell you about it in hushed tones and then you tried it? 
No, I saw it on Twitter, mate. Wow. wow. See, so social media can have some positive effects. <laughs> yes. Craig, it's awesome. Thank you very much for sharing. No problem, guys. Have a good day. So all this week we're giving you a chance to win up to £1,000 thanks to War of the Worlds, the brand new series premiering on Fox on Thursday at 9. The world has been invaded by extraterrestrial life and stars the brilliant Gabriel Byrne and Elizabeth McGovern. Cities across Europe are in chaos and we want to know if you're in that situation, would you save yourself or work with others? Uh, Every day we're looking to test your instinct uh, and for complete strangers to join forces and work together as a team as we find out who you really are. But of course there's a twist. And here is the twist. We have three questions. So working together, two callers, going to build up the prize fund and then things get interesting. They have to decide if they're going to save themselves and steal the money or share with their newfound comrades. Get one question right, 250 quid. Two questions correct, it's £500. All three questions correct, the prize fund is £1,000 and then there are three outcomes that could happen. If both of them say share, they split their winnings equally. If one listener says share and the other says steal, the stealer then takes all the money won for themselves, leaving their helpful partner with nothing. If both listeners say steal, then all their hard work has gone to waste and they both walk away with nothing. So let's meet our contestants. On line one, we've got June. Where are you from, June? Hi, I'm from Slowly Hall in the West Midlands. Okay, uh, people in the West Midlands, are they honest folk? Yeah, pretty much, yes, they are. Pretty much, and let's see who you can be up against. And it's Janice. Where are you from, Janice? Hi, I'm from Westcliff in Essex. All right, down uh, my neck of the woods. Essex people (laughs) seem very friendly. Are they honourable? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Very honourable. Huge endorsement then for people (laughs) of Essex. Right, June and Janice, uh, let's build up your prize kitty to see what we're playing for. You're working together on these questions, so good luck. Here we go. Question number one. F-E is the symbol for which element in the periodic table? Can you just say that again? I, I can. F E, F E, F for Freddie, E for Engelbert is the symbol for which element in the periodic table? Okay, uh, Janice, I think it's iron. Do you? Yeah. Um, okay. Um, Teamwork, folks. Listen yeah. to the teamwork. Yeah, OK. I haven't got the fog here, so okay. we'll, go, we'll go with that one. OK, if the two of you are happy with iron, I will accept iron as your answer, and it is a correct one. So we have £250 <gasps> oh, well in the pot. Well done. Look, it's a lovely friendship <laughs> blossoming here, isn't it? <laughs> Question two, let's see if we can bump things up. Who won the 2018 FIFA World Cup? Oh, um, let me have a think. Um... I think it was was Belgium. Um, I'm just trying to think. Janice, do you know? Um, Janice? I'm not quite sure. It was Um, Belgium or it was France. This is like being part of a really brilliant conference (laughs) call. Hold on, hold on. You're saying... Do you know what? Belgium or France, and I think it's France. I don't think it was was Belgium. Do you know, I've, I've... I think it's wrong. Well, we're going to go with guys. I think it is. We'll go with France. Yeah, we're going with France. Yeah. I'll accept France. It's the correct answer. £500 now in the pot. <gasps> oh, oh. We'll go a little bit quicker with the third question, if that's all right. Oh, <gasps> Which planet is the third planet? That's all right. Which planet is the third planet from the sun? Uh, right, OK. Let's think about this one. Quickly. I, just quick, uh, third planet. Uh, let's go for... 
Oh, I don't know. Go on, Janice, I'll leave this with you. Um, Come on, guys. We, we need an answer. Uh, we got, um, I Is don't know. Um, <laughs> look, I'll tell you what, it's either going to be Earth. Earth. You're going Earth. Earth. I'll I accept it's Earth. It's a trick question. I you think, think it's a trick well, question. We'll find out. It's, I'll, it's I'll not... go with that, Danny. <laughs> I'll go with Earth. I've got to turn it down a minute. It is Earth. Well done. A thousand pounds. So, a thousand pounds is in the pot. Yes, but, 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 that's what's in the pot. So now comes, oh my goodness. It's too hilarious. Now comes the test. Off air, we have asked you how loyal you are and if you're going to share or steal your winnings. Let us find out what you both said. This is what they said. Hi, I'm June and I'm going to share. Hi, I'm Janice and I'm going to steal. (gasps) Whoa. Sorry, I'm oh, so well. Never mind. That. Never mind. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I really am sorry, but I just thought, well, going by yesterday's, I just thought it would be still. Too, too late now as you run off with the cash. <laughs> oh, I'm Eight, so look, sorry. It's the rules of the game. You both knew them when you went into it. I uh, know, but I feel bad. I feel so bad. You won't feel so bad when you're spending all that filthy lucre, <laughs> will you, eh, Janice? <laughs> Looking up at the moon. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Uh, hey, look, Janice, well done. It's a thousand pounds. Right, let's get engine bracket off there for a second. <laughs> uh, well, they've won. That's good, isn't it? They That's, have. They have indeed. Yes, that, that is good. So, look, um, we get an interesting insight into the, the the human condition. Yes, on a daily basis here, which is you know, war of the worlds, all that kind of thing. Absolute Radio, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Here's a question, uh, because you can listen to this show on all sorts of radio stations, all eight of ours anyway. Uh Which of these two songs that you've just heard is the better? Would it be Girls on Film by Duran Duran or There's No Other Way by Blur? Girls on Film. Thank you. There's No Other Way. Oh, good. We have a 50-50 split, which brings us to this. <laughs> uh, when you go into work, have your coffee, log in, have a chat with Nigel from accounts, whatever you need to do. Then when you're at computer, go to absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets and make sure you get your tickets for 80s versus 90s live. Uh, we're doing it at Dingwalls, end of April, 24th. The last one was so much fun. It was brilliant to meet so many different people. Uh, we're going to be doing it again. So get your tickets. We've nearly sold out. We're heading towards being a sellout, which is an amazing thing. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, you guys did pledge your allegiance, uh, Glenn and Emma, to the 80s the other day. In fact, yesterday. Yeah. Emma's done once again today just by voting for Duran Duran. Although, I feel like I might... Maybe Glenn feels bad about uh, destroying my Apple uh, logo myth from earlier oh, on. No, 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 I, actually, I actually feel bad about going with the 80s yesterday it actually began to dwell with me a lot of yesterday and I started to think oh in my head I was just thinking about 90s pop which I which I hate but outside of that I was like well 90s Indian 90s rock and stuff actually it's great so I think I think I'm gradually moving back to the 90s I think you'd be team 90s I think you'd team I had you down as team 90s and was a little bit disappointed to be honest with you but I imagine I'm just thinking now in my mind as if it was like a movie Glenn doing the dishes looking out the window about 7 o'clock last night thinking I feel bad about that I'm going to change my position <laughs> yeah absolutely I was hoping Bush will welcome you back with open arms and come over here yes! give us a hug <laughs> hug it in absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets is where you need to go to get your tickets to be part of this amazing night we'll have one more vote all right, the next two songs coming up on Absolute 80s and Absolute Radio 90s. Story of the Blues, Mighty War versus Learn to Fly, Foo Fighters. Story of the Blues by the Mighty War is a terrible song. <laughs> I, I'm just not, that's not like uh, what Bush reckons. That's just the truth. Emma? I didn't even know that song. I'm going to have to go for Foo Fighters. 
Glenn? Fear Fighters. Oh, my God. There you go. Make the right choice. Get on 90s now. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Breaking Pie News! Is it arrived? Wow. It arrived. It's not arrived. Oh. Oh. Uh, just, <laughs> just in case uh, you don't know what's going on here. Yesterday, uh, we found out that it was British Pie Week. We didn't know that this was going on. We had no plans to celebrate it. But the good people at British Pie Week got in touch with us and said, hey, tomorrow, during your breakfast show, we will be delivering to the studio to celebrate British Pie Week a brand new cheeseburger pie. Just think about that for a second, folks. I mean, we had a, we spent all day thinking about what that might look like now, look, it slightly obsessed us do you know what I mean you're not living a normal life you probably woke up 6.30 6.45 you've, you've got to work we've been awake since 4 some of us 3.45 just to bring you this broadcast okay so right now this is our lunchtime. so yeah. the, 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 the threat the promise the little dangle the tease of a cheeseburger pie yeah. it's really important the worst thing is right Okay, we didn't start this. They came to us. It's like me saying to you, Richie, I'm going to take you to Euro Disney. I'd be really excited. Brilliant. I I said Euro Disney to you. It's my idea, but then I go cold on it and you can't get hold of me on the phone. It would be like you saying to me yesterday, we're going to go to Euro Disney tomorrow, bring all your stuff. So I come in with all my stuff. I go, Uncle Bush, when are we going to Euro Disney? What time do we leave today? When when was it called Euro Disney? That's a good... Is it Euro Disney? That's like 1992. When was he called Uncle Bush? So many questions in this scenario. I just want pie. That is a good point. I think, Richie, it was irresponsible for you to say breaking pie news, yeah. and then you had no breaking pie news. He, he, yeah. asked, he asked for this bit of music as well. We've been on the edge of our seats in here since 5am. They've yeah. got 39 minutes. They've got 39 minutes, that's so, what I'm saying. Uh, so we're, we're going to go into the lab break and we'll do some more song stuff, but can you just say, uh, uh, Uncle Bush, can, please give me some pie? No, he's not. That's not going to happen. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Right, that is the end of another podcast. To some other admin to clear up, <laughs> yeah. someone tweeted me the other day saying, why are Duo still ending the podcast? You guys said that you're going to be uh, moving on to a different band. Yes. We are going to move on to a different band, and that's no disrespect to Duo. They've, they've been, been fantastic, brilliant. and I think they've ended the podcast probably longer than they imagined that they might be. I feel like, for Duo's perspective, they came in thinking they were going to do a two-album deal with us, and we've ended up doing 15 best-offs. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, give us a break. A little bit like Stone Roses and Silvertone, if you know that little indie reference. Uh, but yeah, look, there are four more duo appearances to hear so enjoy them while they're there we've added them extra dates because of demand and then there'll be a new ending yeah new band on monday